For my American listeners, who actually outweigh my British listeners, I'll have you know, it's Thanksgiving today, a holiday that I'm very jealous of because the food you guys gather together to devour as a family looks just amazing. Us Brits don't celebrate Thanksgiving, which makes me very sad, not that it stops me from eating like a pig, but it hasn't stopped me from thinking about the things I'm thankful for. And aside from the obvious things like family, friends, and my beautiful, cute, fluffy cat Tallulah, follow my personal Instagram page at Rob Manival for tons of photos of her. Trust me, she's very cute. One thing I'm very grateful for is motorsport. So just for a bit of fun, I've decided to celebrate Thanksgiving by listing 10 things from the world of motorsports that make me smile, that inadvertently make my life better. Nothing's off limits here, as you'll soon hear, but all of these aspects of motorsports are the things that make the experience of being a fan even better. I'm Rob Manifold, you're listening to Everything Racing Podcast, and these are 10 things from the world of motorsport that I'm most thankful for. Number 10. HD coverage being the norm. This sounds like a daft one. I mean, who really cares about HD coverage of motorsport in the year 2020? Well, I still do, because I remember a time where everything looked like it was being recorded with a potato. When F1 introduced HD coverage for 2011, it absolutely blew my mind, and now everything is shown in HD, something I'm very grateful for. And since every phone these days has HD streaming capabilities, we can all enjoy our favourite motorsports in all of its colourful, detailed HD glory. And when the signal drops and you're back to squinting at the screen, you don't half miss that crisp, high-definition goodness. Number 9. The F1 Content Creators WhatsApp Group It's been mentioned multiple times by other content creators on Twitter, but I'm lucky enough to be involved in an F1 Content Community WhatsApp group. The community is very supportive and encouraging, and it's lovely to be a part of. Plus, it's always hugely entertaining whenever the group driver ratings after each Grand Prix is posted. Trust me, absolute carnage. Number 8. Ted Kravitz, the best pit lane reporter of all time. Someone who just says it how it is. No sugarcoating. Ted Kravitz is one of the most vital parts of any race weekend's coverage, and when there was a chance he wasn't being kept on by Sky Sports, people rightfully went mad. His notebook program is the best show of its kind, even better than Paddock Pass. And I've been lucky enough to meet Ted a couple of times over the years, and he's always been up for a chat. He's a great bloke to meet, and I hope we continue to see him on our screens for years to come. Number 7, Alex Jacks. Man, this guy is great. Alex Jacks is just a wonderful commentator. Someone who just oozes natural enthusiasm without any of it being forced. He's the best commentator F1 has had since the arrival of Martin Brundle way back in 1997. Whilst he's been just covering F2, F3, F1 on the F1 TV app, sometimes even IndyCar during the Indy 500, he's now replacing the best commentator F1 currently has in Ben Edwards on Channel 4. I didn't need an excuse not to watch Sky Sports F1 anymore, but with Alex Jacks taking the top job on Channel 4, I may just do so. And even if he turns out to be crap in the role, which he won't, he'll still be 10 times better than David f***ing Croft. Am I right, folks? Number 6. Sebastian Vettel, the nicest man on earth. One of life's great mysteries is how people dislike Sebastian Vettel. I mean, how? 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 
Have a long, hard look at yourselves, people, for God's sake. Seb is just the nicest driver, maybe of all time. He's caring, he's funny, he's genuine, and you can tell that each fan interaction means something to him. He knows he's a role model and wants to leave an impression on every fan he meets. It's no wonder he gets so many gifts from his supporters, and he seemingly cares about each one of them. You only have to hear stories of his thoughtfulness online. There's one where he gifts a supporter tickets to the US Grand Prix at Kota following a short interaction, which goes to show that the guy is just... It's just great. And in my short interaction with him after he accidentally knocked my phone out of my hand, he literally couldn't stop checking over whether the phone was broken and whether it was all good for the next 30 seconds, despite signing autographs and taking selfies of other fans. Why should he care? Why should he care that a random bloke's phone is might be broken? It wasn't, but that's not the point. But he did care. What a guy. And we get a few more years of Seb, something I'm very, very thankful for. Before we get to the top five, here are a couple of promos for some other podcasts you absolutely should go and check out. And since it's a Thanksgiving-themed episode, I figured it would be appropriate to include two podcasts from across the pond. Hi, this is Deanna from Relapt, the podcast tracing you through F1 history. A bit about the show, I am starting with the 1978 F1 season and watching every single race through to present day. On each podcast, I'm breaking down the races, the drivers, the teams, and all of the never-ending drama that ensues. I personally am a relatively new fan and have wanted to go back and watch all of these races, learn about the history and everything that got us to where we are today. And I started the podcast so that you can join that journey along with me. Whether you're a new fan or a longtime fan, hopefully there's something there for you to learn and enjoy. If all that sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can find Relapt on all of your favorite podcast platforms, and you can follow us on social media at RelapteF1. And a massive, massive thank you to Rob for having me. From the Sports Talk Garage Network studio in Chicago comes an exciting new Formula One podcast with a unique perspective. Introducing the Outlap F1 podcast, where we give you an American take on all things Formula One. While we might be divided by our rival support of Ferrari Red and Mercedes Blue, we are united by our love of Formula One from the past and the present. Listen in for race reviews, previews, news, and a guaranteed few laughs along the way. We're available on all major podcasting apps, so hit that subscribe button now. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at OutlapF1 Podcast or on our website at www.outlapf1.com. Right, back to the list. Number five, bring back V10s. There aren't many F1 podcasts that I can get the chance to listen to these days. I'm just so busy, especially from the bigger names in the game. I tend to listen to more smaller independent podcasts. But there is one podcast that I absolutely adore and I want to mention on this list, and that is Bring Back V10s by The Race. This podcast is so good. I won't ramble on about it too much because I want you to go and check it out for yourselves. Of course, after you've done binging everything racing podcast. 
Number four, so much quality content. Man, we have motorsports content coming out of our eyeballs these days. Whether that's from the official F1 channel, for example, with its top 10 lists, race highlights and the like, or from smaller F1 content creators on YouTube or other podcasts like Relapped and the Outlap F1 podcast, whose promos I've featured in this episode, we are spoiled for choice these days. There's something for everyone and from all walks of life from across the world, and it's absolutely brilliant. Honestly, thank you guys. I cannot wait to see where things go from here. Number three, Formula 2. I would argue that Formula 2 is always the highlight of any Formula 1 race weekend it features on. Yep, even more than the Grand Prix itself. Much like another racing series I'm about to discuss shortly, F2 is absolutely rammed with promising upcoming talent and has been, like, forever. You never truly know who's going to win a Formula 2 race and that is what makes it so exciting to watch. It's something that F1 is really struggling with at the moment because 9 times out of 10, whenever you tune into a Formula 1 Grand Prix, you know it's probably going to be a Mercedes seeing the chequered flag first. But with Formula 2, not a chance. Who wouldn't want to follow a series where you genuinely don't know who's going to take victory before the lights go out? Thank you F2, never change. Number 2, IndyCar, because it's f- awesome. Man, IndyCar is just the best. It's quickly becoming my favourite motorsport category, even more than F1. The field is arguably the most stacked it's been in years, maybe ever. With the likes of Scott Dixon, Joseph Newgarden and Will Power, just to name a few, heading the field, you're guaranteed fireworks at every race. And then there's the midfield, which is just rammed with talent. Ward, Rosenquist, Herter, Harvey, all names who get involved on the regular with the frontrunners, not far away from making that leap permanently. And then there's the arrival of Scott McLaughlin. The three-time Supercars champion didn't have the greatest debut, but as he continues to find his feet, he is bound to be racing at the sharp end very quickly. And Jimmy f***ing Johnson! What?! and I absolutely love the tracks IndyCar races on. None of these billion dollar all-star but no substance facilities that F1 races on, IndyCar is self-aware enough to know that the classic tracks like Road America and Laguna Seca are the ones that generate excitement amongst the fans and the drivers and more often than not produce very exciting, hard-fought, tense racing. So many times over the last few years have I watched a Formula 1 Grand Prix in the afternoon, been let down by how meh it's been and had my spirits lifted thoroughly after tuning into the weekend's IndyCar race a few hours later. IndyCar, continue doing what you're doing because for my money, you're the best motorsports category in the world right now. And number one, the Everything Racing podcast listeners and followers. Okay, I'm about to get a little bit soppy on y'all now. If this sort of thing makes you feel uncomfortable, I would skip the rest of the episode. But seriously, guys, you're the best. Without the continued support from you guys, it doesn't make podcasting anywhere near as fun and gratifying. Whether you subscribe to the podcast, have left the review, and or follow the show on social media and interact with me on the regular, or you're someone who just drops in and out from time to time, whatever it may be, I am very thankful to you. And I have to stop because I've got a lump in my throat. And that is my list. What do you think? Let me know on social media. Just search for Everything Racing Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your podcast app of choice. And if you're feeling generous, a five-star review would be hugely appreciated. Thank you for listening, guys. And if you're celebrating it, happy Thanksgiving. I'm Rob Manifield, and I'll see you around the next corner. Stay safe.